It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Panthers, your daily Carolina Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, as always, Julian Council, talking Carolina Panthers with you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. But very shortly, we'll be back to our five days a week schedule starting on July 18th. So only one more week after this of off-season mode, but still make sure to watch every episode and subscribe to the show over on YouTube. You can also check us out on all the traditional podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Odyssey, TuneIn, does not matter. You can find Locked On Panthers wherever you find your podcasts. You can find all the podcasts, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, wherever you find all of your favorite podcasts. Be sure to follow me on Twitter, at Julian Council, where next Friday I'll be back for the weekly Friday mailbag. Sorry, no weekly Friday mailbag this Friday because, as you've seen, I've been wearing the same shirt all week. It's like, did Julian do all these podcasts wearing the exact same shirt in different days? No, 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 no. As I told you on Monday, 4th of July, that I recorded this last week on Wednesday. So I went on vacation this week. So all these shows, I wasn't going to just change my shirt for you. But either way. We'll be back on Friday because I'll be back. Well, next Friday we'll be back with the weekly Friday mailbag because I'll be back answering your mailbag questions like I typically do on Thursday evening and having it ready for you on Friday morning. So again, follow me on Twitter at Julian Council where you can at me or DM me. Preferably just DM me at Julian Council and I'll answer whatever Carolina Panthers questions that you have as we head into, well, days closer, like two weeks closer to Carolina Panthers being back at training camp ahead of their 28th season down Spartanburg once again on the campus of Wofford College. But before then, let's continue to talk about this Panthers roster and as it's how it stands heading into training camp and what we can expect from all the position groups. Again, we've only talked offense. We've talked special teams. We have not talked about the defense. So let's go ahead and do that today. And let's start off with a defensive line, where if you look at it right now, if they're going to have four down linemen, this is how I look at the Panthers' defensive line. Defensive end, Brian Burns. Defensive tackle, Mike Ioannidis. Another defensive tackle, Derek Brown. And then the other defensive end, Etor Gross-Matos. If we look at our their pro football focus ratings, as we've done over the last couple of days, we looked at numbers from pro football focus, from football outsiders, from pro football reference to kind of give you guys some insight on how those advanced sites look at the Panthers' performances from last year. Burns last year... This is a one that was surprising to me. Had a 60.8 overall grade, 
when it came to pro football focus. Matt Ioannidis, who had a down year with the Washington football team, now called the Commanders and previously the Redskins, who he's had years where he had seven and a half and eight and a half sacks. He had a down year, ended up getting cut a couple months ago before landing here, landing here in Carolina, where he's now playing for Matt Rule again, who he played for back at Temple, and of course playing the same defensive scheme that he played with, uh, played under uh, Phil Snow and or played at Temple with, I don't know, with Phil Snow. You know, you know what I'm trying to say. Uh, Derek Brown, he's back. Big year for him. Year three, Panthers got to make a decision on his fifth-year option. He's got to step up. 64.4 grade last year. Then Gross Mottos, who has dealt with injuries his first two years after being a second-round pick in 2020 out of Penn State. Major year for him to step up and do something. He had a 63.8 um, grade with pro, football, with pro football focus last year. But again, he didn't really play that many snaps. Behind them, got Marquise Haynes, who, as a situational pass rusher, has had seven sacks over the last two seasons. They drafted Amari Barno in the fifth round out of Virginia Tech. Has a ton of speed. He's going to get opportunities this year to help supplement the loss of Hassan Reddick as an, as an edge rusher. Got Daryl Johnson, who's more of a special teams guy who they traded for last season. Uh, Frank Herron's back as another defensive end. And he got Bravion Roy, Davion Nixon, Phil Hoskins, all three defensive tackles going to be fighting for roster spots. As Matt Rule said a couple weeks ago during mandatory minicamp, that good chance that Davion Nixon is available um, and like cleared after um, once they get down to training camp in a couple weeks. But will he be able to really be an active participant? Seems unlikely at this point in time. And then some other guys who will be probably not on the roster, but will, will be down there in Spartanburg or Austin Larkin once again, who's defensive end, Drew Jordan, um, Aaron Mo- Mosby, and then defensive tackles, uh, Marquand McCall and Jacob uh, Tweety, Tweety uh, Mariner. Either way, probably not going to be on the roster, but sorry to his family if I got his name wrong, which I definitely did. Um, there's a lot of intrigue for me uh, when it comes to this defensive line unit. Burns, first off, who. Back-to-back years of nine sacks in 2020 and 2021. He's talked about how he's pissed off that he's not gotten to double-digit sacks just yet, and the hope is he'll get there this season. And the Panthers certainly need him to. Him and Hassan Reddick had that bet of whoever had the most sacks. Uh, the loser would have to buy the other one a golf cart. I would love to get a golf cart update as soon as we get down to training camp, considering that Hassan's gone now. And the Panthers are going to have to find somebody or multiple guys who can supplement the production that they've lost. And it's also going to put a lot of pressure on Brian Burns to come out week in and week out and perform at the level of his, well, draft slot as a first-round pick, but to play better than he has. Because Pro Football Focus is telling you that he was just okay last season, and that's Brian Burns getting nine sacks. And he had recorded an 86.9 PFF pass rushing grade back during the 2020 season. And his grade slipped to 73.1 last year, and he had six fewer pressures to his name, despite more than 50 extra pass rushing opportunities. Brian Burns is the king of almost sacks. There's so many times where he's right there, has an opportunity, and just whiffs. And this is not me trying to be critical. He's so close. And maybe it's just the speed, overrunning it. It's going to come with experience. I don't know. But eventually... He's going to get those. And when he starts to get those, we're talking about 14, 15 sacks, maybe even 16 in a season. That's what we're talking about once Brian Burns finally is able to rein it in and make those plays. But this season, it's going to be a lot for him to get. He's going to get a lot of attention. He's going to get chipped. Can guys 
like Gross Matos, who had that huge game in Buffalo last season, two and a half sacks. Can he step up? Can Marquise Haynes, with more opportunities on the edge, come up big? Frankie Luvo as well, who we'll get into the linebacker position here shortly. Can he help? We got to see. And Ionitis, Derek Brown's not going to be anything really other than like a run stuffer. You would hope that maybe he can get more sacks. He had three last season. Ionitis has shown in this league that he can be an interior pass rusher, especially when they play the Buccaneers this season with, with Tom Brady. Can Ionitis have impact in those kind of games? He has experience. He's back in a system that he's familiar with, with coaches he played with before. And he said that it was his fault. He showed up overweight last season. That led to the injuries, and he's got to be better. I appreciate his maturity, the leadership that that shows. Now let's see it translate to the field. And Derek Brown, there was questions, and I go back and look at Derek Brown and on, like, I'll Google his name, and there's questions back from when he was drafted of whether he was worth a top 10 pick. Did it make sense for a team to go get a player who isn't necessarily a plus pass rusher in college and likely if he's not going to be, if he's not in college, he's not going to translate to it in the NFL. Did it make sense to just pretty much get a run stuffer there at seventh overall? He's not Aaron Donald. He's not that kind of player, which is fine, but he needs to be a stalwart in the middle. And the Panthers have not been good against the run in due part because the linebackers need to be better, but also, you haven't had guys like KK Short being injured, had to have Zach Kerr that season. And last year, Daquan Jones was fine. Now he's up in Buffalo. Derek Brown has to step up. Show that the Panthers didn't make a mistake. It's not like Isaiah Simmons, who I wanted with that pick a couple years ago, has gone and had a great career so far in Arizona. It's a big year for him out there in the desert as well. Let's see it with Derek Brown. Show me time. Time to step up. So there's four guys, as I mentioned, right there in that starting unit that I am very interested to see how their season goes. In particular, Brian Burns, but especially to uh, Gross Matos and Brown, as those are third-year guys. They got rid of Morgan Fox for Gross Matos to have the opportunity. Let's see if he can take advantage of it. And let's see if guys like Haynes, who are going to get more snaps, and Barno, who's going to get an opportunity to, to play a role here this upcoming season, if they can take advantage of the opportunity that's been presented to them here in Carolina coming up here in 2022. Now, the linebackers have been okay. Shaq Thompson had a really good year last season, but after that, wasn't a ton to love other than Frankie Louvu. Those two guys going to play major roles this upcoming season in Carolina. We'll take a look at the Panthers linebackers heading to the 2022 season here in just a moment on Locked On Panthers. Level with me. We've all been in a situation at some point in our lives when we're a little tight on cash. Maybe you could only afford to put a few gallons of gas in your tank or you got another save the date and are wondering how you're going to afford a gift. That's where Dave can help. If you're living paycheck to paycheck or struggling to make ends meet, it can be really stressful when unexpected expenses come up. Now, Dave can help you get out of a pinch when you really need it. Hindsight is 2020, and you can't change the past, but what if you could get a little help from your future self? Maybe you'd ask to borrow a little cash. Now you can with Dave. Dave is the banking app that can help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. That's more money to fill your tank, buy a wedding gift, or catch up on your bills. You can finally tackle those expenses that have been stressing you out without any hangups. There's no interest and no credit check needed. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief they need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch and need some extra help, download Dave and think of it as a helping hand from future you. 
Download the Dave app from the Apple App Store right now. That's D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly for terms and conditions. Go to Dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve. Member FDIC. Future you will thank you. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including everything from this year's MLB season. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and the easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, let's take a look at the Panthers linebackers heading here into 2022. Just look at the room right now. We've got Shaq Thompson, Frankie Louvu, Damian Wilson, the free agent signing who was in Jacksonville last year. Corey Littleton, who was cut from the Raiders after having two down years. Previously, then he was with the Los Angeles Rams. Kamal Martin's back. Brandon Smith, the fourth rounder out of Penn State, former five-star recruit. Julian Stanford also back. And then Kalen Tulsit here in Carolina. Pro Football Focus ranks the Carolina Panthers linebacker group actually 11th in the NFL. Remember, there's 32 teams in the NFL, so 11th. Not bad for a group that has been much maligned here in Carolina the last couple years as Luke Keekley retired following the 2019 season and in 2020. And last season, you had Shaq Thompson having to step up in a leadership role and guys like Jermaine Carter Jr. playing next to him. But the linebacker play has not been as good as that we have been used to. When you've had guys like Dan Morgan, who's now the assistant general manager, you've had John Beeson, of course, Luke Keekley and Thomas Davis. And now Shaq Thompson is stepping into that role. PFF uh, Pro Football Focus, when they ranked Carolina 11, said this group could rank much higher by the end of next season. Shaq Thompson is a bona fide star, and he may be playing alongside a diamond in the rough partner in Frankie Luvu, one of the five highest graded linebackers last season in his first year of Carolina. Luvu is another Demario Davis trajectory candidate. Wow. Demario Davis, who is the Saints linebacker, who has been one of their best defensive players over the last five plus years down in New Orleans, and high marks there about both Shaq Thompson and Frankie Luvu heading into the season. And Thompson last year, before he hurt his foot against Dallas and missed some time, was playing at a Pro Bowl level. And I, I thought he was going to be a Pro Bowler. If he can play like that again this upcoming season, stay healthy, he'll be in a Pro Bowl. He had a 72.7 PFF grade last season. Frankie Luvu, when they talk about him being one of the five highest graded linebackers last year, 84.8. 84.8 for Frankie Luvu who told the media a couple weeks ago that when he came to Carolina, the thought was that he was going to be a special teams ace. That's why he was brought here from the Jets. He came with the mentality of, I'm going to steal someone's job. Well, successfully, I don't think he really stole anybody's job, but he's here this season as a starter. Maybe you look at it, if he's going to step into the role that Jermaine Carter Jr. played last year, who's now in Kansas City. He took somebody's job, but he certainly has earned it after last season. 21 solo tackles, 11 assisted, two sacks of that block punt and a touchdown in the Minnesota game last season. That is the kind of player that you would absolutely want to have here in Carolina, that you get him in free agency, not great expectations for him. He comes in, plays well in special teams, which is what you asked him to do, and then he's able to give you good snaps defensively. Now what can he do? 
with more snaps this upcoming season. I don't expect another 84.8 because if he does that, he's going to be an all pro. And if Frankie Louvre turns into an all pro this upcoming season, then yeah, pro football focus is right. This could be a group that could be ended up much higher by the end of the season with the partnership of Louvre and Thomas uh, and Thompson, <clears throat> excuse me. And it's not just those two as well. You got Damian Her- Wilson coming in here after having 104 tackles last season. Uh, but the problem with him, though, is he had 13 missed tackles. And you look at pro football reference, he had a 10.9% missed tackle rate. So while it was a career year for him as far as racking up tackles, should have been better last season. And pro football focus only has him at a 44.0 rating from a year ago. Corey Littleton, who's been down the last couple seasons, got a big payday with the Raiders down in Las Vegas after spending his first couple years with the uh, Rams in L.A., he has a 47.8 grade last year. Now he's here with Shaq Thompson, his childhood friend. Maybe that relationship can help him get to where he was prior to going to Las Vegas. Pro Football Focus really doesn't look favorably upon those two additions. And when ranking this unit, they're really just talking about Shaq Thompson and about Frankie Louvu. My hope, though, is, is that Phil Snow, who, of course, he's going to say this, is correct that he thinks they're going to be a lot better at linebacker this upcoming season. And that has likely been the source of a lot of the issues the Panthers have had against the run. Yeah, not having great run stuffers there in the middle hasn't helped. But the linebackers haven't cleaned up the holes when they've been open. To hear Whitehead looked lost the entire time he was here in Carolina. Jermaine Carter Jr. had to step up into that main role and he didn't pan out. It would have been nice had they um, kept Denzel Perryman, didn't seem like he was a fit here, at least uh, with the the brand, the culture, whatever Matt Rule's trying to establish here in Carolina. That has led to ten and twenty three over his first two seasons. We'll see how it ends, how it ends up in the end. And Shaq Thompson thinks that this could be the year, but it'll be interesting to see how it pans out. But Shaq Thompson, though, got a chance, like they said, to be a bona fide star. Heading into twenty twenty two, he's ranked as the twelfth line, best linebacker in the NFL. Last season, seventy five solo tackles, twenty two assisted, two interceptions. Finally gets the opportunity to be a leader after waiting behind Luke and TD. I I recall back in 2019 when he was given that extension by then general manager Marty Herney, there were people that were wondering, why is Shaq Thompson getting the extension? What has Shaq done to deserve this? Well, all he's done is make himself into a top 12 linebacker according to Pro Football Focus. So being one of the captains of this team, the outright leader of this defense in the middle of it and playing with his hair on fire last season and the year before. Like Shaq, first round pick. Don't ever forget that. And here in Carolina, our previous GMs, Gettleman, Herney, especially, we're really good in the first round. They they don't we don't miss on first round talents very often. They have Vernon Butler, I guess is one of them. We, we don't typically do that. And Shaq Thompson now getting the opportunity, it's all coming to fruition for him, turning into a really good player for this Panthers team. So linebacker unit, I like Shaq, excited to see what Frankie can do, and I know Panther fans from everything I've ever seen from y'all on social media and elsewhere, y'all are excited about him. And then Wilson's got his legal issues. I suppose he'll be around. Joe Person told us a couple months ago that he should be out there. Then Littleton, the depth is much better than it was a year ago. Because last year when Shaq went down, and his Jermaine having to step up, wasn't a great situation for the Carolina Panthers. That's an area of need that they went out there addressing the draft of Brandon Smith. Curious to see what his role is 
and that they addressed in free agency by bringing in Damian Wilson and Corey Littleton, two guys who have played good football at times in their career. Now, one position group that has just excelled from going from terrible to really good, and hopefully we'll be in a, even better in the future, is the secondary. Talking about the corners, talking about the safeties. We'll get into that conversation here in just a moment on Locked On Panthers. From the people who invented healthy and tasty comes the latest gift to your taste buds. You've probably tried the amazing coconut brownie chunk built bar, but guess what? Your friends at Built have given coconut brownie chunk the puffs treatment. That's right. Coconut brownie chunk built bars flavor you love in a deliciously chewy marshmallow covered in 100% real chocolate. It's like a fluffy cloud of coconut brownie goodness, but stop drooling and listen. They are good for you. They're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and all delicious coconut brownie chunks are only here for a limited time. So go to built.com now to make sure you don't miss out. They're going fast because they taste amazing, delicious, coconut, rich, sweet brownie, creamy marshmallow. Stop fantasizing. Get the built.com to order your box of coconut brownie chunk built bars right now. Go to built.com and use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at your first order when you go to built.com. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. We've talked quarterbacks, we've talked running backs, we've talked to wide receivers, tight ends, offensive line, special teams, and earlier on the show, we talked defensive line, now linebacker and linebackers, and well, maybe we say the best for last. Let's talk about the Carolina Panthers secondary unit. You go back to draft night, 2021, when the Panthers decided to take J.C. Horn with the eighth overall pick, bypassing Justin Fields. You can still question whether the Panthers made the poor decision there by not taking Fields or Mac Jones, and instead staying with Sam Darnold, that quarterback, and J.C. Horn. Well, the quarterback situation, we know that was the wrong decision as far as Darnold goes. But the player that you got at eight can be pretty darn good. And we didn't get to see enough of him last season. Well, that evening, Matt Rule said to the media that last season in 2020, we couldn't get out the field. The Panthers had to play a zone scheme last season, the year prior. Now, Rasul Douglas, who was in Carolina in 2020, went on to Green Bay to have a great year. And now he's there in Green Bay still. But he did say that when he got to Carolina, that was the first time he really got coached in his career. Maybe it was the first time he was allowed people to coach him, but still, he played well at times, but wasn't great. But last year, Phil Snow finally got to play the system that he wants to play, being more aggressive, the man defense. And you saw the philosophical um, kind of outline that was there in Seattle with the Legion of Boom, that's now here in Carolina with Scott Fitterer coming and getting the certain players that fit that mold of a Richard Sherman type of corner. Now, Dante Jackson's a holdover and was re-signed. and doesn't necessarily fit that, but Dante, last season, had a good year, got injured again. Hopefully, he can stay healthy. Dealt with injuries the past two seasons, but when he's been on the field, he's shown that he can be a solid corner for you, a good player. Not a number one, but a solid number two, and hopefully J.C. Horn can now 
be that number one. So those are your two starting corners. Dante had a 61.3 grade last year. JC Horn had a 67.8 grade and wasn't even out there on the field very long. I'm surprised he was even that low. Uh, they traded for CJ Henderson after Horn went down there in week three. Brought him and a number five pick after seeing Dan Arnold, the number three pick, uh, third round pick, excuse me, um, to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Got Henderson, only had a 50.7 grade last year, but he was trying to learn the defense and they were bringing him along. You had guys like A.J. Bouye here. Uh, eventually, they brought in Stephon Gilmore. The position really became a strength. He's back, likely going to fit into the nickel cornerback role, hopefully this upcoming season. He'll have some competition with Miles Hartsfield. Jeremy Chin, another great year. Back-to-back years of 100-plus tackles. The only other Panthers that have done that in the first two years are Luke Keekley, who's going to the Hall of Fame, and John Beeson, who was a damn good player when he was here in Carolina. And then a free safety, bringing in Xavier Woods, who had a 66.4 grade last year, according to Pro Football Focus, when he played with the Vikings, played every single snap. Durability. Didn't see him during the off-season program in OTA's mandatory minicamp because his wife had a child. So, Good on Matt Rule for letting him take some time off. But that's someone I'm excited to see once we finally get down to training camp in a couple weeks down there in Spartanburg at Wofford and, of course, during the preseason. So that's what your starting secondary should look like in a nickel package. Behind them, got Keith Taylor, fifth rounder out of Washington, who started a couple games in the last year, was making a lot of plays from everything I read and heard a couple weeks ago at mandatory minicamp. Big things expect out of him. Chris Westry, 6'4", played at Kentucky. He's been around the league a little bit now. Played with the Ravens last year. I think he started off in Houston. He's someone that has a lot of length, can help the Panthers down the road. You got Rashawn Melvin, who's been all around the league, who made the team last, who was, I can cut them back on the team last season. He'll be back potentially. And then they drafted Kalen Barnes in the seventh round. Out of Baylor, he'll likely be trying to make this team as a special teams ace, as he's a blazing track speed. He'll be competing with someone like Stan Thomas Oliver. Madre Harper's also back trying to make this roster. The Miles Hartsfield, as I mentioned, he and C.J. Henderson will be battling for that nickel corner spot. Hartsfield's been there really the last two seasons, the former UDFA out of Ole Miss. And in the secondary at safety, got Justin Burris, who started the last two seasons. He's now back in Carolina. You have a capable free safety back there in case Xavier Woods goes down. And Sean Chandler, he's back again, stepped up at times when he was needed last season. Sam Franklin Jr. is back as well. And so is Kenny Robinson, the fifth-round pick, formerly West Virginia, and then the XFL back in 2020. So a lot of experience, if you look at it, from the last two seasons in this secondary for the Carolina Panthers. And Pro Football Focus has them listed in Tier 3 as an ascending unit saying trying to rank this Panther secondary prior to the 2022 season is somewhat of a fool's errand. You won't find any other units in the league that feature two cornerbacks drafted in the top 10 within the past three years. JC Horn is likely the guy who could push this unit up from top from tier three, excuse me, to tier two. If he comes back healthy from a broken foot in three starts last year, he allowed only one catch on five targets for eight yards. That's good. That's good. And that's why people are excited about him. The dude is, of course, the pedigree of Joe Horn, his dad, former Saint, playing in the National Football League, solid player at South Carolina. Of course, first defensive player taken off the board there in 2021. Right ahead of Patrick Sertan, who went to the Denver Broncos there at ninth overall, who played at Alabama. Solid ton of great talent in the SEC. Held his own. Had a little issues of penalties. We didn't really see a lot of that last year. I thought that might be something that might be a concern. Didn't see it in the first two and a half weeks of the season. 
before he went down in Houston. Looks like he's healthy. He's talking about how he feels like he's a rookie again and trying to get acclimated or reacclimated here to Carolina. Look, there's a ton of potential for him. And Dante's been a good player. And if you can have J.C. Horn step up and turn that true number one and Dante can have that pressure taken off him, as we saw last year, when you got to go up against a guy like Terry McLaurin, he's just not that guy. He can be a really good play for, player for you. And started tackling, too. <laughs> and I love how Dante's like, I don't know where that came from, where people don't think I can tackle. Dante, come on, man. Look, look at the tape. He he's now a, a, a leader on this roster and they bring up the point two top 10 guys in the past three years, Henderson, 2020 horn last year. Henderson's got to show that potential. Scott Fitter talked about when they traded for him, that it wasn't a move for now, even though it felt pretty reactionary considering that the guy you just drafted in the first round a couple months ago went down for the rest of the season, but still he said it was a move for the future. Okay. The future's here. Let's see it. Let's see what Steve Wilkes can do with these guys. I'm excited about this secondary unit. Now, when you look at the numbers deeply, though, when you look at football outsiders, especially when you talk about DVOA, which we talked about the, a couple times in these breakdowns previous days, when it came to the passing defense, they only, they only had them ranked 18th last season. And in, they were 23rd in 2020. So it doesn't really look that they made that big of a jump. But you think about it, though, Dante got injured. J.C. Horn got injured. Stephon Gilmore was injured. Henderson didn't really know the offense, the defense, rather. Keith Taylor had to step up. He had Stan Thomas Oliver out there. If this unit's healthy, they can absolutely be a tier two unit. They can be an elite secondary moving forward if they can stay healthy, especially those two corners. So I'm fired up to see what this defense can do this year. That's why I kind of waited for the talk about the defense on Friday because I, I wanted to wait because I, I love this Panthers defense. I mean, we've always been about defense here in Carolina. And we got we kind of got back to it there. We did in the first part of last season. Then things tapered off. Need to get back to stopping the run. There was a period of time where it, I don't know, how many how long did it take for a, a team to rush for over 100 yards on the Panthers, have a 100-yard back? It was a long time. Let's get back to those days. I'm sick of getting gashed. So the linebackers got to step up and help, up the, help out the defensive line. Derek Brown needs to do better this year in that secondary. Keep doing what you're doing. And please just stay healthy. All right, that's going to wrap up this edition of Locked on Panthers, hosted by yours truly. Again, Julian Council, we're part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Again, guys, make sure to watch every episode and subscribe to the show over on YouTube. If you don't watch, that's okay. You can check us out on all the podcast platforms out there, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, Odyssey, TuneIn, doesn't matter. You can find us on all of them out there with all the other Locked On podcasts, a part of the network. And be sure to follow me on Twitter at Julian Council, where next week we'll be back with the weekly Friday mailbag to participate at me at Julian Council or really just easily DM me on Twitter at Julian Council. Don't get crazy, but I'll answer all your Carolina Panther questions again next week. Thank you for everyone who's tuned in this week to check out the position breakdowns. Hopefully, hopefully you guys enjoyed it. I spent a lot of time trying to find those numbers to try and break it down with the analytics and also just give you my opinions, as I always do here on the show, on those units. So I hope you had a great week. I've been off all week, even though you've seen me and listened to me here on the show. But I'll be back on Monday as we'll have one final week of off-season mode, then we'll get right back into it five days a week, starting on the 18th, as we'll be only eight days away from training camp, at least them getting to training camp on the 26th. So... I'm excited. Enjoy your weekend. Stay safe. Of course, keep pounding. And I'll talk to y'all on Monday.
Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.